RTHK, the news at 11 with Andrew Shirovsky. Tonight's headlines. There are reports of a second earthquake affecting Turkey and Syria after an earlier quake that killed at least 1,500 people. Meanwhile, Beijing acknowledged that a balloon spotted flying over Latin America is from China. And locally, the Court of Final Appeal rules that the authorities breached the rights of two transgender men by refusing to record their new gender on their identity cards. Turkey has said a second earthquake has hit the same region where an earlier pre-dawn quake killed at least 1,500 people. A huge rescue operation is underway in bitter winter weather across much of southern Turkey and northwestern Syria. Turkey's President Erdogan said thousands were taking part in the rescue work. The state authorities have taken immediate action since the earthquake. The armed forces and others with experience of disaster management have been called on to duty. We are prioritizing search and rescue efforts. Currently, 9,000 personnel are taking part in this work. Mr. Erdogan said earlier that the first quake was the country's largest disaster since another huge earthquake in 1939. He also confirmed that dozens of countries have offered help following the disaster. These survivors lived through the first quake. There are people still trapped under rubble. I have a friend living in this apartment. His children were rescued from the top floor, but only his daughter broke an arm. We'll see what happened to those living on the ground floors. May God give us a speedy recovery. I was sleeping when my wife suddenly woke me up. The quake was very severe, very scary. It took almost two minutes until the shaking stopped. President Xi Jinping has been among those to send his condolences to Turkey and Syria. He told President Erdogan and Syria's President Bashar al-Assad in separate messages. He was shocked to learn of the disaster and conveyed his deep condolences for the dead and sincere sympathy for their families as well as for the injured. Beijing has acknowledged that a balloon spotted flying over Latin America is from China. A similar balloon that flew across the U.S. was shot down. Mao Ning from the foreign ministry said the second balloon was not a threat. As regards to the balloon over Latin America, we can confirm that the relevant unmanned airship is from China. It is of a civilian nature. It was used for flight tests. It was blown off course by the weather. Its maneuverability is limited. Locally, the Court of Final Appeal has ruled that authorities breached the rights of two transgender men by refusing to record their new gender on their identity cards. Robert Kemp reports. Henry Edwardshire and a man referred to as Q in the proceedings made an appeal to Hong Kong's top court after earlier losing their case at the Court of First Instance and the Court of Appeal. The issue was first brought to court in 2019 after the Commissioner of Registration refused to review the gender status on the pair's identity cards. This was because they had not completed full-sex reassignment surgery. In a written judgment, the court ruled that the authorities' policy imposed an unacceptably harsh burden on the two men and that undergoing highly invasive and medically unnecessary surgery would violate their constitutional rights. The national security trial of 47 people linked to unofficial LegCo primary polls in 2020 has opened. Two more defendants have now pleaded guilty. Wendy Wong reports. Former District Councillor Nkin Wai and businessman Lam Keng Nam pleaded guilty to the charges. That raised to 31 the number of defendants who have pleaded guilty. 16 others deny wrongdoing, among them former lawmakers Helena Wong, Lam Chet Ting and Leung Kuo Hong, and former district councillors Calvin Ho and Clarice Young. 
The 47 defendants are accused of attempting to win enough seats in the legislature to paralyze the government. The trial, expected to last 90 days, is being heard by High Court judges Andrew Chan, Alex Lee and Johnny Chan. Political leaders in North Korea are to meet later this month to discuss what they describe as the urgent task of growing more food. The government statements that the agricultural sector needed radical change. North Korea has permanent shortages, but those are thought to have become more acute over recent years. And now the weather. Mainly cloudy, visibility relatively low in some areas. The minimum temperature will be about 19 degrees. Sunny intervals during the day tomorrow with a maximum temperature around 39 degrees. Like to moderate easterly winds freshening tomorrow night. The outlook mainly cloudy, some mist in the following days. Wind, windier on Wednesday. The temperature right now is 19 degrees Celsius, relative humidity 90%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. As of 8 p.m., more than 240,000 travelers had crossed the border, over half of them heading north, with the rest entering the SAR. The Lowu border crossing was the most popular, used by more than 50,000 people, followed by the Lokmachau port. Shopkeepers and residents in Shangshui near Lowu said the neighborhood was busy after the border reopened. Ms. Chan, who lives there, says the district was crowded. Mostly Mainlanders because they have so many luggages and also uh, with very big bag. I think they mostly come to Shenzhou to buy something back to Mainland. I think the price is rising up. When I look for the price of the tissue, I think many of them, the price is up. Chief Executive John Lee has told a conference in Saudi Arabia that Hong Kong is now wide open for tourists and businesses. He told the Leap Technology Exhibition in the capital, Riyadh, that the SAR does not have any COVID restrictions anymore. Your Excellency Minister Al-Sawaha, distinguished guests, ladies and gentlemen, hello from Hong Kong. It gives me great pleasure to be here in Riyadh for this year's Leap Tech Conference. I'm honored to speak to you today about Hong Kong and our technology-powered vision for the future. Well, Hong Kong has been troubled for three years by COVID-19. We have already opened ourselves up to connect to the world and just today, we resume normal travel with the mainland. If you're wondering, you need wondering no more. Yes, Hong Kong is on stage again. Here on the main stage of the LEAP conference and on the center stage of the global arena. Mr. Lee said Hong Kong has the unparalleled advantages of steadfast support from mainland China and being highly connected to the world. He added the SAR is a critical gateway for the Belt and Road Initiative and has plenty to offer to the countries involved, including Saudi Arabia. The CE flew out of the kingdom last night to Abu Dhabi, the second stop in his Arabian Gulf tour. 
The Consumer Council says the COVID-19 pandemic fueled the shift of consumers to digital shopping, and that, relate, and that related disputes are rocketing. The council says there were over 10,000 consumer complaints about Internet shopping last year. That's 40% of all complaints. Clement Chan, the chairman of the Watchdog, says it's striking deals with overseas and mainland authorities to help consumers who are not satisfied with their overseas Internet purchases. Singapore, Japan, Korea, we do have uh, agreements signed between us and them. Within those agreements, normally we do build in the inter-referral mechanism through which if uh, any of uh, Hong Kong consumers are having any problems on the uh, online sales, we would have uh, built in or agreed mechanisms through which we can refer cases to each other. Film director Mabel Chung says it's very unlikely that her documentary, following the lives of six girls from her old secondary school, will be shown publicly again. This comes after one of the girls objected to the screenings and the Olympic cyclist Sarah Lee said she had not consented to appearing in the documentary. A leading cinema chain has also cancelled screenings, as Vicky Wong reports. In a social media post, the chain said anyone who had bought tickets for screenings from today can get a refund by presenting their tickets at the box office, where they can get either a refund or exchange the ticket for another film. Those who purchase tickets online with a credit card will be refunded within 8 to 10 weeks. The film, directed by Mabel Zhang, focuses on six girls from her alma mater, Yinghua College, and follows them over a 10-year period beginning in 2011. The film was originally made to raise funds for the school. The Israeli army says it's killed several Palestinian militants during a raid on a refugee camp in Jericho in the occupied West Bank. With more details, here's the BBC's Yolanda Nell. Israeli forces say they raided the camp to capture suspected Hamas militants after an attempted shooting at a restaurant in a nearby Israeli settlement just over a week ago. Israeli forces have carried out months of search and arrest raids in the West Bank following a series of deadly attacks in Israel early last year. Tensions rose sharply at the end of last month after 10 Palestinians were killed in a raid on Janine refugee camp and a lone Palestinian gunman killed seven people outside a synagogue. Police in India have arrested two men accused of falsely offering jobs to 28 people they allegedly tricked into counting counting trains for a month. The victims paid thousands of dollars to secure what they thought was a role with Indian Air, Air Indian Railways. They were told this was part of their training to be ticket examiners, clerks, or traffic assistants. Scams for government jobs are often reported in India. Some of the victims say they had borrowed money to pay the scammers. The American computer firm Dell has said it will lay off some 5% of its global workforce, or around 6,650 employees, the latest casualties of a job-slashing wave hitting the U.S. tech sector. The cuts follow similar steps by tech giants Microsoft, Facebook, owner Meta, Google parent Alphabet, Amazon, and Twitter as the industry girds for an economic downturn. Hong Kong is to host its first international golf tournament in more than three years next month, following the relaxation of almost all COVID entry rules. But one of Asia's longest-running professional tournaments, the Hong Kong Open, is not being resurrected just yet. As Tom McAlinden reports. 
The one million US dollar World City Championships to be held at the Hong Kong Golf Club in Fan Ling from the 23rd to the 26th of March, just a week ahead of the Hong Kong Rugby Sevens. The tournament was announced by the Asian Tour, which said it would be the seventh leg of this year's tour. Its commissioner and chief executive, Chaw Min Than, said they're excited to be able to return to the SCR and the iconic Hong Kong Golf Club, which he described as a perennial favourite among Asian Tour members. The last international golf tournament held here was the Hong Kong Open in January 2020. Strict anti-pandemic rules were imposed shortly after, and Asia's second oldest professional golf tournament has not reappeared since. And now to football and a personal milestone for Harry Kane. Well, Rodri's giving it away. Hypier is into this. Hypier to Kane! Harry Kane! Right foot! Tottenham lead by one goal to nil! And that goal takes Harry Kane to the top of the Tottenham goal-scoring tree. Kane became Tottenham's all-time top scorer in a 1-0 Premier League home win over Manchester City. His 267th Spurs goal surpassed the great Jimmy Greaves. The England captain was delighted to break the record in front of his home fans. When you look at the names who have been here and Jimmy Greaves to, to overtake him, one of the best strikers to ever play our game. And yeah, I'm just extremely grateful and the years just go by so quick. So I just try and take it all in and I'm not sure I've fully done that yet. But my friends, my family were here and to do it at home in a 1-0 victory was just the perfect place to do it. City boss Pep Guardiola says the game changed after Kane scored. We started really well. The first 15 minutes until the goal that we gave them and uh, was quite similar to the goal in, in Etihad Stadium and after it's more difficult because they defend really well, compact with a lot of players behind the ball, no good transitions. We had our chances with the post, with the Julian in the fold and the set pieces, but unfortunately we could not score. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Brennan Johnson's early goal earned Nottingham Forest a 1-0 win over Leeds United at City Ground. It puts them six points clear of the relegation zone. The former PSG and Real Madrid goalkeeper Kaylor Navas kept a clean sheet on his Forest debut, a performance that impressed his manager, Steve Cooper. He's highly decorated, double experience, we know that. But in the few days that he's been, we've seen a hard-working, humble guy who, regardless of what I just said about what he's done in the game, he still would have wanted to do well today and showed his worth because that's what a guy of that level does. And he did. Meanwhile, some breaking news. Manchester City could be docked points or even expelled from the Premier League. The reigning champions were charged with more than 100 breaches of financial rules. The Premier League has referred City to an independent commission over the alleged rules breaches between 29... 2009 and 10, and 2017 and 18, a period in which the club took their first steps towards becoming England football's dominant force. Barcelona have opened up an eight-point lead at the top of of Spain's La Liga. Goals from Jordi Galba, Gavi, and Rafina gave the Catalans a comfortable 3-0 win over Sevilla. Second place Real Madrid lost one nothing at Mallorca after Marco Asensio missed a penalty. Spanish football journalist Eduardo Alvarez says Mallorca delivered exactly what they promised. It was a tough match. Everyone knew it was going to be a tough match because the week had been very heated between Mallorca players and Vinicius especially. And it's been a tough match. Real Madrid played very below their standards. Only one shot and goal. And Mallorca scored early in the first half and Madrid could never come back from that. The news from RTHK. Radio Free Heavenly shades of night are falling 
It's twilight time Out of the mist your voice is calling Tis twilight time When purple colored curtains Mark the end of day I'll hear you, my dear At twilight time Here in Hong Kong our Monday is just about done And it's just time for you to kick back and relax For 45 minutes of music from a bygone era Quite a selection for you tonight, including Ray Charles, Rhonda Fleming and the Ink Spots. First, a big hit from the Righteous Brothers with a big number one, Unchained Melody. Together, at last, at twilight time. Oh, my. Say to the same, to the same. 